Why is Hannibal Burris not allowed to be a landlord? <laughs> is that the beginning of your audiobook? That's yeah, that's the title of it. Okay. Why is Hannibal, Hannibal Burris, Burris not allowed to be a landlord? A novel by Marco Dupa. Chapter one. Hannibal, Hannibal Burris. Burris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel exhausted just thinking you about t- it. I was just gonna say you tell me. Yeah, we you I mean, tell me. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I I go on Twitter and like, it's like, I mean, you, you see it all the time where people will say Twitter's not the real world, you know, Twitter is Twitter mm-hmm. and like step outside and like talk to actual people. But when you go on there and you see what actual people are saying, yeah. you're just like, am I living in another fucking universe? What's happening? We're, we're like, we're, we're <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Uh huh. Dude, I, I don't know. I don't. People are mad about Hannibal Burris owning he's a, buildings? He, yeah. Apparently, he's like a landlord of an apartment complex or townhouses or what have you. But it's not, it's not just that he's a landlord. It's that he's been going back and forth with the Bernie bros on Twitter mm-hmm. because of his comments about uh, Bernie Sanders. He basically was like, I think I'm pretty sure it all started from when Bernie had a heart attack and Hannibal very reasonably was like, well, he's in his 70s and he had a heart attack. I don't know if he should be president. How dare you, Which, sir? Which, by the way, it's not ageism <laughs> to be concerned with the health of a 70-something-year-old man... Right, who had a heart attack. Who had a heart attack and is campaigning for the hardest job in the world. Mm-hmm. That's not ageism, dude. No. If a 50-year-old man had a heart attack on the... If Mitt Romney... If Barack Obama had a heart attack while he was campaigning, you would go, wait a minute, is he healthy enough for the highest office in the world. Not to mention, if you think about Obama's pictures from when he started the presidency to after the two terms. Every picture it, of every it president. It looks like he looked at the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> exactly, dude. All of them look like that. Look at all of them from their first day in office to their last day. They look haggard. They look like uh, they look like the portrait of Dorian Gray. <laughs> They've seen some secrets <laughs> they can't unsee. So, yeah, I don't, it's not ageist to be concerned about that. Yeah. I think it's realistic. I mean, I don't, I And reasonable. Well, what happened when, when uh, Hillary almost passed out? People went fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. They went fucking nuts. And for good reason. She's getting up there in age too. If she can't fucking stand, she can't be the president. Right. Well, let me not say that because FDR couldn't. I was going to say, <laughs> South FDR, thank you very much. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. If yeah. you're not healthy enough, right, to if get if in and out of your car, if you're passing out during your, uh, if you're having heart attacks on the campaign trail, I think I'm not sure because I've never been the president, but I think it's going to get a little bit harder. Yeah. 
Anyway, Hannibal asked some pretty reasonable questions about that, and the Bernie Bros went after the guy, yeah. as they do on Twitter, because they've got nothing better to do. As Twitter do. As Twitter do. Bernie Bros, man. Fucking Bernie Bros. It's it's you know what? Let's crack open these beers. Okay. Okay. Let's drink a little bit. You're sounding thirsty. Let's get a little saucy. I am thirsty. Okay. All right. So let's get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the last week of October. Thank God. And as such, it is the last week of not so sober October. And uh we did a lot, okay? And we went there. As you all could tell. (laughs) And so we 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 jumped from ten to like eleven, then back to ten, then back up fourteen something, then fifteen. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have the self self proclaimed holy grail for hop heads. It is the dogfish head one twenty minute IPA. Why does that sound familiar? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we have done this beer before. Mm-hmm. We did it a couple years ago, episode 68, if you would like to go back and listen to that. And, in fact, we should go back and listen to that and see how our... our I, I don't want to. I mean, I don't... I mean, don't say that. You have to <laughs> sell it. Sell it. We don't sell our old material. No, you're right. And that's really old material. <laughs> I can only reason. imagine. Oh, it's probably uh, terrible. And, yeah, that was probably... Well, if you want to make what you're listening to right now sound like a finely tuned machine, that's right. Go back and listen to that, yeah, and then listen to this, yeah. Uh, and and um, a friend came over, a, a guy who we had gotten, we we had been kind of uh, going back and forth with. He'd been helping us out, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, grabbing some good brews for us. He worked at um, uh, Pat's, right? Pat's, yeah. Uh, his name was Colin. Uh, wherever you are, Colin, shout out to you. Yeah, shout Appreciate. Out You're still around listening. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, 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 we, we brought him on board, um, because I think we were still, it was still around the time where it was a mostly beer show. Yeah. It's like, centered around the beer. Yeah. And we just had a conversations after it. Yeah. So, you know, we bring on a guy who knows a lot about beer and, and, and whatever, whatever. He was kind enough to bring us the Dogfish Head 120-minute IPA. Um, but they brew it only They only brew it a little bit every year. And every year it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So it ranges from 15 to 20% with an average of 18%. Yeah. So that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to crack open some beers. Thank God October's over. We're gonna have like a fucking like a like a fucking four percent sour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to get through a podcast without starting to slur for a change. God, please. But not this episode. Nope. Here We're we gonna go. slur, baby. This is the one beer in podcast.
Yeah. It's like I just took a handful of hops and threw it right in my mouth. Yep. And then washed it down with rubbing alcohol. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't want to harp on politics too much. Yeah. It's a real downer way to start a podcast. I'll tell yeah. you that much. It's just, it. I don't know, man. It's just driving me kind of crazy to yeah. see. Like, I, I, I feel like. I don't know how you feel about this. I personally, I feel like I'm getting left behind by this, by the radical left. Mm-hmm. Like we, I share most, if not all, of the social yeah. issues with them, but some of the stuff is just it's it's I'm I'm starting to just I don't know. It's just starting to feel like wait, 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 hold on. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know about that. Yeah. Starting like, to question things. I saw th- I saw this article about um, Ellen DeGeneres, and they were mad at her for wearing nice watches. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they posted this thing, and she was like, "Ellen wears hundred thousand dollar Rolex," and it's like, wait, she's not allowed to wear a nice watch now. Wait till they get a hold of rappers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I well, can't keep up with shit like that. I feel like that's also been because the immediate about face people have had with Ellen in uh, even the past month. She's not helping herself, though. The whole uh, George W. Bush. That George Bush shit was. Look. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. Stop. Look. Listen. <clears throat> Stop. Collaborate and listen mm-hmm. unless they're Republican. No, I'm kidding. Aww. Of course I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course, we, you want to collaborate with Republicans. We love you guys. You want too. to be able to reach across the aisle, of course. Mm-hmm. But in the, in the instance of like Ellen and George Bush, mm-hmm. you know, he, as far as I know, was pretty instrumental in a lot of anti-gay. I wouldn't say he was. He proposed anti-gay legis- legislation. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know for sure because I'm a fucking moron too. <laughs> well, we were children. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure from all of my Twitter research uh-huh. <laughs> that uh, they the, had pretty... The, the real world called Twitter. Yeah, they had pretty strongly opposing ideas, especially on something that's pretty central to right. uh, who she is as a person. Well, then you may say maybe in his older age he's advanced and, and, and changed his, his feelings behind those things, but... It still sucks that when he was in power, yeah, when he had the 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 best opportunity to to erect change, change, right? Um, not, but but but, it's, but it's, even still, it's, you can you can chalk that up to revisionist history, you know? Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's how it's been with George Bush, right? Uh, because he's this cute old man, yeah, he's, and he, he's he does painting. the painting, yeah, right. and and you know he goes on talk shows and he's always been funny he's always right. been like he's a, goofy yeah he's a goofball and, right. and people like that about him he was <laughs> he was the first oh i could have a beer with that guy president yeah and now donald trump has taken that to the nth degree I'd, I'd have a beer with taft personally but taft yeah he would probably drink beer by like the barrel yeah yeah Do you actually want, would you want to have a beer with that no he probably smelled bad sorry taft yeah uh yeah. i'd want a beer with teddy roosevelt teddy roosevelt that's yep. the one that's the fucking yeah. president. Just so we get in some bar fights, you know? Yeah, man. I bet you I bet you he 
I bet you he knew how to fucking drink. I, I bet would, you he could tell some fucking stories. Oh, yeah. I, uh, did I tell you about the Spanish-American War? <laughs> uh, I would also drink with JFK. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Not beer. I'd have cocktails with him specifically, yeah, and yeah. we talk about Sinatra. I'd like a dry martini with him. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd have, I'd, I'd have a beer with Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Just because, like, I want to know, like, come on, man. You know what you're doing. <laughs> What are you doing here? What are we doing here? What are we, what are we doing? Huh? Mm-hmm. And he'd just be like, I know. I know. I know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to fucking do? My what hands do? tied. They're tied. What are you going to do? These, these hands? They're tied. They're tied. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why he's from Brooklyn now, it's, but. Just is. Uh, yeah. So, like you said, it's revisionist history to look at him and be entertained by him. You know, it's hard, it's easy, easy to forget, uh, you know, everything that he stood for, a lot of us stood against. Right. And even us, when we were younger, getting it was us like, into a almost never ending war yeah. that we're currently still feeling the repercussions of, yeah. uh, you know, the whole um, Patriot Act and Patriot all that. Act. Even when I was a fucking teenager, I knew that was fucked up. Yep. Um, Weapons of mass destruction we never mm, found. The lie. I mean, just plenty of things. There's lots of stuff, yeah. So, you know. <clears throat> but when it comes specifically to, like, gay rights and stuff like that, I mean, mind you, this wasn't 30 years ago or 40 years ago. This mm-hmm. this was more recent than that. But I feel like a lot of people are able to brush that off and say it was a different time. And that was just the time and place. Yeah, and it's easy to do that. Hey! it's easy to do that but imagine 20 years from now and donald trump is like still alive because evil men they (laughs) prosper live forever yeah Yeah, that's why the emperor is going to be in the new star wars (laughs) exactly he's in a wheelchair he's got no hair floating i hope he has a floating wheelchair (laughs) and uh and you know he's 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 taken in uh, uh, intergalactic baseball game mm-hmm. with Obama and then like whatever young like Justin Trudeau uh-huh. and everyone's just like in blackface <laughs> he's a big fake afro on I like this kid <laughs> and, and lightning comes out of his fingertips and just uh, <gasps> <laughs> and you know it's you can look you will look at that and be like wow look look at that bipartisanship Look at them just getting along, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. I mean, but that's what they do now. Like him and him and uh, him and um, Michelle Obama, they hug and yeah, you know he yeah, gives her friendly. candy and all that shit. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like, all right, man. I don't know. All right, whatever. It's just it, it's hard because these are these are human beings. They're people. They you know shit every day. Probably hopefully if they're lucky. Yeah. They shit every day. They eat breakfast. Whatever. They put their legs. They put their legs on one pan at a time. <laughs> And, you know, it's it's easy to lose sight of the fact that their decisions when in power were life and death in some circumstances. Yeah. And to a large extent, you know, but in that role, you take on that responsibility as president, as leader. You take on the responsibility of knowing those people's lives are in your hands. Yeah. And that blood is on your hands. So... I don't feel bad in judging a presidency based on how many lives were lost at war 
or decisions made or protections not given to people and how many people suffered because of that yeah or financial or you know life and death so i don't like sure he's he's a cute old man now but i'm not upset when people are still upset with him right you know right i get it yeah it makes sense to me yeah you know makes makes complete sense but i understand going to ellen's point saying you know we've lost sight of bipartisanship. You know, he's a human being like you and me. We just have different ideals, yada, yada, yada. Sure. That's a great sentiment to have. It's something that we should all work on more, but at the same time, some things, especially to some people who are directly impacted by his decisions and maybe not even his decisions, but his, his, uh, his lack of a decision in doing things directly hurt some people and if i'm one of those people i don't forgive him i'm not gonna want to get a beer with him i'm not gonna want to see you know somebody who i i thought stood for equality sit next to him at a baseball game and have a great time you know he still stands for that stuff in my eyes and even if he goes back and doesn't agree with those things anymore at the time he did and that directly hurt me so therefore fuck him you know that's just yeah, you know, it's, that's human nature, baby. Yeah, that's the way it works, and it's understandable. It's like, yeah, it's, some people are bigger than other people, and then some people are like, "Nah, man, this was this this issue was bigger <clears throat> than any bipartisanship can ever be." He was a piece of shit. It ruined my life. Right. I'm not gonna just let that go because now he's this cute old man who does like paintings and hands candy to fucking like i'm not like i can't just let that go right and you know like you said it's understandable if people are like i'm we, we can't just forget because that's what happens mm-hmm. we just forget and then the shit just the internet moves so fast now and our our public consciousness moves so fast that we things just happen and then we just forget right and it's like we we have to somehow we have to slow some things down. Like we can't just keep letting it. Like like the shit with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Like it, that just happened. Yeah. And every like people just don't talk about it. Well, anymore. And, and the only reason it's in the news now is because a uh, New York medical examiner is now saying that there he he found reason to believe that there were signs possibly yeah. of it being a homicide. <laughs> and most people are like, a duh. Yeah. I, <laughs> you I, fucking I, think. Yeah. What, what, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Right. Yeah, don't yes. say. <clears throat> and 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 it happens all the time. Like all of the all of the Trump controversies, for instance. Like it's just one after the other. And they happen so fast that yeah. you just forget about right, them. Right, right. You it's just a, like keep yeah, it's moving. A, it's a it's a constant uh uh um track of just shit that yeah. keeps coming at you. You can't keep track of what's further down the line because it's happening constantly yeah and and you know somebody like ellen i don't know man it's easy for her now in the position that she's in obviously Mm -hmm. her life hasn't been easy and fighting for the rights that she's fought for hasn't been easy but now right being a fucking billionaire being the face of positivity on tv of course you can be like guys we have to forgive Mm -hmm. and we have to move forward and we have to turn the other cheek and blah, blah, blah. And we're all humans and shit. And I, when I say love everyone and blah, 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 it's like, yeah, Yeah, it'd be great if we had a utopia too. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking easy to say, but we don't, 
but we don't. A lot of people aren't living in your cir- circumstances, ma'am. So it's just getting really weird, man. But it's on just, the other hand, as we started this conversation, with Hannibal Bress, Hannibal Bress, Bress, as, as you used as, to say, yes, I, I had to bring that back. <laughs> Hannibal Burris. Um, you know, there's there's a certain sect of people who believe that uh, there shouldn't be such thing as billionaires. Well, and and. Hannibal's mostly trolling people. And yeah, he's for, a comedian, and and people don't seem to get it. It's like because they're so self serious. But that's what I don't understand. It's like the left has the left can have this sense of humor when it comes to shitting on the right all they want. Right. You as, know, as soon as it goes back to infighting, it becomes this thing of whoa. Yeah. All whoa. of a sudden, it's whoa, whoa, oh whoa. God. It's like wait. You guys can sit on Twitter and just defecate on the right all day. Yeah. And then as soon as it comes back to you, you're, all of a sudden you don't know what humor is. Right. All of a sudden you don't I understand don't irony. That, I don't find that funny oh. at all. Sorry. The, record, <laughs> the recording looked weird for okay. a second. I, I, I hit a button and fucked it up. <coughs> but it's fine. We're good. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's it's super strange. It's not strange. It's obvious. It it it's obvious that you like the left can dish it out, but, but you can't take it, no. obviously. No. So that's that's I mean, but I don't know. I don't know. It's I think just, it's just people though, because a lot of times the right tries to act like they're the tough guys, and then as soon as somebody criticizes them, they go, Hey, hey, that's, that's not nice. That's true. It's both. We're trying to be civil here. Hey, there's bad guys on both sides. Yeah, yeah, on both sides. Exactly. Any. So I'm glad we got nowhere with this conversation. Yeah, basically, and that's that's politics. Yeah, baby, and that's why we don't do it. Do have a question for you? Very, very. This this is very. I've been thinking about this political. Like I said, I don't like to get too political, but okay, let's get political and drunk at the same time. <clears throat> well, that sounds like a good. It, it, I, I started to think about it. You kind of brought up. You kind of touched on it a little bit. Okay. With Donald Trump, do you think that he doesn't shit at all, mm-hmm. or does he shit all the time? Mm. I I have to believe. That he probably, if I had to pick one or the other, yeah, I'm going to tell you why I'm going to pick a third option to, as well. But okay. if I have to pick one or the other, either all, the, other. either all the time or not very much at all, uh-huh. I think he does all the time. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because he <clears throat> reportedly eats like shit. Yeah. So he's eating greasy, shitty food, yeah. right? That body's had a lot of wear and tear on it <laughs> over the years. <laughs> that body's got a lot of wear and tear. Yeah. He's got a lot of miles on that. He's like body. a used Ford F one fifty from like eighty four. Yeah, the, the the truck bed's kind of off center a little bit, and there's one wheel Rusty that wobbles. <laughs> yeah, doesn't have a spare. But has a has a nice brand new orange paint job on it. So yeah. that's what matters. Um, <laughs> but, chipped paint. Yeah, but um, but sparkly. Um, I think because he eats reportedly like shit yeah. and mostly drinks diet coke all the time mm-hmm. that's just a you know it ha- he has to be shitting all the time all the time he's got to be now i will put up the option of a a third a, th- a c option if you will mm-hmm. um i think he may shit a normal amount why because he's also very old 
So I feel like, you know, as you get older, it gets your, your body slows down a bit. That's why, you know, you need Metamucil and fucking mm. d- 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 pills and all this stuff. So I think probably what happens is he eats all this stuff that makes it easier to take a crap. But at the same time, his body is naturally slowing down because he's getting older. Yeah. But he doesn't take like supplements or no fucking or, way or, you know, like he, he doesn't, he doesn't have any vitamins fiber, or fiber, yeah, no nothing. extra fiber in his no, diet. No, no. He just eats no grease. So way. it slides through. <laughs> it probably comes out fully formed as like a whopper at the end, you know, it just pops out. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my third wild card option is that he just shits a normal amount, but for any other human, that took care of themselves, they'd be shitting themselves all the time. Yeah. You know? I, I've been going back and forth because, like... He's also he, a big guy. Yeah. So you figure he eats a lot. He's, you know, hefty. Big old hefty man. Right. I, you know... As a big old hefty man, I will say. <laughs> he eats a lot, but like you said, he eats, like, garbage. So maybe he's just, like, just got this, like, block of of grease and and like bacon fat just yeah. blocking his arteries and his colon mm-hmm. and maybe he doesn't shit ever and he's just like when i have bowel movements i have the best <laughs> bowel movements i am god i don't they're, shit they're few and far between when i shit it's once a month <laughs> or maybe he's shitting constantly yeah it's like a duck he just walks around (laughs) (laughs) but what and 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 just i don't know man like the idea of like he can't even get like a meeting done because he's like excuse me and he has to go take a (laughs) shit again and everyone's in like the fucking war room just going Mm. god damn it is anyone gonna like why does he eat like that all the time (laughs) you know he he has the hubris just sit there and shit himself. <laughs> Instead of getting up and excusing himself, he would rather sit in his own shit. I took I a great shit. It. A beautiful shit. It was a beautiful shit. Yeah. So that's my call. But uh, I guess we'll we'll probably not know. I hope he writes it in his memoir. His memoir. Memoir. His memoir. <clears throat> he, he writes his memoir. Puts it on an armoire. Mm. Sidebar. <laughs> Reads it in a sidecar. Reads it in a sidecar. Yeah, I don't know. I want to know. So anybody who's like, you know, got the inside shit, got that inside, got that inside information, let us know. Does Donald Trump shit? I need to know. Why don't you write it in? Does Donald your Trump shit? What's your opinion, folks? If you think he shits a lot, just yeah. don't even don't even say Donald Trump shits a lot. Just say shits a lot. Comment with shits a lot. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a poll up. Okay. On the, on the okay. On the page. Okay. Does Donald Trump a shit all the time mm-hmm. or b not at all or c like a normal dude? Right. Maybe he shits like a normal guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe do knows? an option D that says duck. Or he shits like a duck. Shits like a duck. He shits like a duck. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. <clears throat> Here's the thing about like the stronger beers. Uh huh. Tell us. The more you drink them, obviously yeah. the, the drunker you get. <laughs> but the more they start to kind of like when you first drink a beer that's ten or above, you're like, whoa. Yeah. But then the more you start to you keep sipping on it, and you're just like, I don't know, maybe your palate gets used to it really quickly, or maybe you just get drunk quicker, and so 
you 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 acclimate you acclimate yeah thank you but you do it very quickly mm-hmm. to the point where you're like you know what it's actually pretty good yeah i read uh <clears throat> i read that if because a couple of these they suggest that you age them mm-hmm. and this one actually says on ages the label ages well, well. and uh, i read they were describing it if you if you did age it and then well the i was looking up the benefits of aging it uh-huh because i'm like well, why because right. do you want it stronger i want it now <sighs> but apparently it doesn't like doesn't necessarily make it stronger mm. makes it smoother to drink mm. kind of deadens the hops a little bit yeah. yeah and so you still get the strength and then a better flavor yeah i would think it if anything it would lose some abv because that's what happens with liquor right if you age whiskey um specifically scotch i i figured out but you know it whiskey is whiskey yeah the longer you age it the lower the abv is because a lot of those spirits just dissipate over time that makes sense yeah they escape the whatever it's in is that the same thing for wine i'm not sure i mean i i would figure that the mechanics work the same because it's, it's alcohol but then why would you age wine for decades Probably the same thing. It, it probably brings out a mellow flavor and makes it smoother. Something like that. But if it loses the... Uh, maybe I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm like, well, if, it, if you can't get drunk, then why would you do it? Come on. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe um, maybe if it's in a bottle, it, it, those spirits can't escape. I'm, I'm speaking specifically within barrel yeah, aging. Yeah, dark bottles. If you're, in, if you're barrel aging, the wood is porous, even though yeah. there's no liquid coming out of it over time, over years and years and years. Yeah, liquid's going to come out. Liquid's going to escape from it. Right, right. The, the, it's going to um, uh, evaporate. Yeah, it's, um, I forget what they call it, but it's it's like the, the angel share or whatever that comes out. Yeah. It evaporates. Yeah. But yeah, they, that's what it's called. I remember seeing uh, when I was in Scotland, I saw they have a bo- they had a, a barrel from like the 60s. Mm-hmm. And it was originally full. Obviously, they filmed to the top, and they there's like a there's a, a a cap on it, a giant cap, and it's on its side, and it has the date that it was it was put in there on it. But you can see the level of it. And it's like near the midway mark at this yeah. point, and it's from the '60s. So, like a good amount gets out over time. Yeah, but but I wonder. Does it happen in a bottle though? Well, I don't and know. also, like how potent is the rest of what's left, mm-hmm. you know? Because that's how, like, Jim Bean advertises their devil's share as, yeah. like, more... Higher ABV? Yeah. Well, from what they explained on that tour of the, the Scotch distillery, the what's left over time is actually diluted over time. Oh. It's, it, it becomes more mellow, but it loses potency. It's not hmm. as strong as it once was. All right. Well, again, which I, makes sense in a way anything. because if you think about like, you know, um, moonshine, moonshine's clear; it's not aged like at all. It comes right out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the strongest you'll find. Whereas once you age it, it becomes a manageable, manageable, drinkable ABV of like fifteen yeah. percent, and then over time, beyond that, it lowers an ABV generally. Yeah. I you know I I don't have the patience to We're age things anyway. Here, yeah. so that's why I could that's why I could never I could never make 
my own beer or anything like that. I remember I remember my ex, she bought me a, a kit to make beer. Yeah. And she she was always she was so mad at me for like never using it. She was like, You you do a beer podcast. I get you this thing to fucking make you beer. You don't even touch it. <clears throat> you don't even open it. Yeah. And I'm just like I like drinking it. I don't like chemistry. Yeah, I just don't give a shit about I mean, it's like perpetually interesting. Yeah. And I could listen to a guy like explain it. <laughs> you just don't want to do it yourself. Yeah, I just don't care to do yeah. it myself. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't yeah. Yeah. But it's fun to it's fun to watch, fun to listen to. Yeah. Like that guy when we were at uh Whippoorwill, mm-hmm. that guy was explaining, you know, he was ate all the beers that he aged and shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh if that guy's listening, I I promoted the podcast to him. Shout out to that guy. We didn't even get his <laughs> to name. That guy. Uh, yeah. But you it was. Pre- I mean, yeah. He, he, you know, he's talking about aging the beers and stuff. And what he, what he confirmed for me was that like natural wine is like a little bit sweeter and mm-hmm. it tastes a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm that's happy you said that because that's what I want. I've been yep. wanting to try it forever. Ever yeah. since I like learned I what heard it about was. Action Bronson. Basically, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, and I was like, I want that. Yeah, he he talks about natural wine like it's like fucking Capri Sun. Right, like I want that. It's juice that gets you drunk. Yeah, so I'm glad he kind of uh, reaffirmed that. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I I don't I don't have the patience for this shit. I've I've aged a couple of beers. We've had them, I think. Right? Didn't we share a aged? Uh, uh b- 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 stout or two? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, you yeah. did. So those, I, uh, I'll tell you the secret of aging. It's literally buying the thing and putting it away immediately. Yeah, forget you got it. Well, that's what homeboy said. He was like, set it and forget it. Just yeah. don't fucking look at it. That's all you got to do. It's over. Just it's every gone. once in a while you'll remember, and you'll look at it and you go, yeah, you're coming, you're coming along. But yeah. Besides that, just yeah. Just I get, know there's get something to drink that day and put the other one away. That's it. There's the thing in in, in me that would want to drink it because I'm an alcoholic and I'm just like I want to drink. But then there's that other thing in me that's like uh that I'm like no, I want to see this through to the end. I want to know how far we can go with this. Yeah. I want to know where this is going to get to. I took that one it was a Goose Island. Uh I think it was a barrel-aged stout. Yeah, and I aged that for f- four years. I think it was four or five years. I yeah. aged. I got. It, I think I got it on my birthday or something, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I aged it basically up until the the age that they tell you this is about as far as you should go. Yeah, it'll get worse from this point on. And I aged a uh, Marshall Zukov from Scar City yeah. for two years. Marshall I think it was because my brother got me that for Christmas one year. I think. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean both of those were delicious. Yeah. I mean it's hard to tell the difference when you don't have them side by side with like a fresh one mm. per se, but I mean they tasted great. Yeah, and um Fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dogfish head. Uh, anyway. The guy who runs Dogfish Head is like um he he he's he he posts a lot of stuff like on YouTube and shit. Mm-hmm. Like they have like a dogfish head show. Oh, dude. yeah. Like um, <clears throat> he'll pair food. He'll pair the beers with food, and like he'll bring people on and stuff. It's actually pretty, 
entertaining. But he's like like your quintessential like beer bro kind of yeah. guy. But he's older. Mm-hmm. So he's like a beer dad. He's an OG beer bro. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I saw one actually. I think it was it was um, it was on like an IG ad or something like that, uh, where they were talking about I think weed pairings. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw that one. He did that. Uh, he he paired. Um, he I think he had uh, uh, Sean Evans. Mm, from Hot Spice Ones, Lord. the Spice Lord, Sean Evans, and they were pairing that with wings. Yeah, nice. So that was pre- that was pretty cool. Um, sorry, I was uh, distracted by uh, <laughs> I posted I posted on Facebook. Jesus, Jesus is king is trash. Uh-huh. Why are the responses so far? Just one response. One of my homeboys named Jamel. You know Jamel. Yeah. Uh, he just said, "Oh boy." <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh-huh. So I don't know if he's like you're you're courting some controversy there, or if he's going, you are so wrong on this. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Uh, but either way, I don't care, man. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just so fucking. I'm so fucking sick of his fucking hype beast fans, man. I am so goddamn sick. And this coming from a guy. If you've listened to this podcast, you will be going. Wait, who the fuck are you to be talking about Kanye West fans? You were the biggest stan of them all. Yeah. Number you, one, you were, you were the you were the podcast stan. Yes, exactly, and I'm glad you said that because that was why I did what I did. Mm-hmm. Was because it was funny. Yeah, it was funny to me, but <clears throat> like. Kanye West is, 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 you know, he is one of the best in the game. And at that point in time, especially when I was like, you know, riding hard for him, I mean, he was putting out Dark Fantasy. And, this was a different time. This was a different, <laughs> yeah, this was a completely different Kanye Speaking West. Speaking of a different time and place. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. but no, I did most of that just because it was fun to, uh, to, to get on the nerves of the podcast yeah. and the people listening. The collective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, now it's just, I'm so goddamn sick of people telling me like, of just like the, the, the blind adoration. Yeah. That we're just going to ignore. And, and you know what? Like we've already, we already did our political thing. Okay. That lasted longer than we probably (laughs) should have. And we probably displayed our ignorance, whatever. That's fine. So I don't want to go down a political road. I don't like we're not going to sit here and jibba jabba about his, you know, the MAGA stuff and the Donald Trump stuff. We've already talked about that. Of course. Yeah. Let's just talk about from a musical standpoint. Right. What he's been doing lately from a musical standpoint. The last really good thing like across the board. Good record. Was his best album, Dark Fantasy, and that mm-hmm. came out in 2010. We're talking solo Kanye, not yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, not talking about what he's produced. Produ- produced go no, 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 no. Daytona, yeah, of course. Daytona, Kitsy Ghost, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much that whole year of production. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last year was incredible. And you know, say what you want about Yay, but the beats on Yay are, oh, are yeah. fucking nasty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> oh yeah. 
we're talking about I'm talking about solo projects from Kanye. Yeah. The last truly great thing that he's put out came out almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeezus, his most polarizing record since 808s. Yeah. I've come around on it. Me too. I was going to say, I actually like it way more than I used to. Yeah. I fucking hated that album when it came yeah. out. Yeah. I hated it. And then, you know, you're like, you listen, I've listened, I listened to it so many times because I was just like, am I wrong? What's wrong with me? Yeah. You know? And I'm not hearing this right. Yeah. And, you know, you come around on it. There's some, like, I, you know, I think we've talked about it, but like the first half of the record is incredible. Yeah. Then it kind of tapers off towards the middle and then it kind of jumps back up towards the end. Uh, then you've got The Life of Pablo, which was pretty, in, it, very inconsistent, but there's some really, really high moments yeah. and some pretty low moments. So it's, yep. it's kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Yay. Not long enough to even be considered anything. Like it's just, eh, it's just like a blech. Mm-hmm. It was like an afterthought yeah, to yeah. all the other records that he produced last year. Right. And then we get Jesus is King. Okay, so he we haven't we haven't had like a truly great record in almost a decade. Mm-hmm. And this isn't one of them, dude. No, not even close. Would you Would you think when you <clears throat> when you first? Because he'd been teasing it for the past. Well, the first it was Yandi. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go down the whole history of what he's been doing to people with Yandi yeah. and you know all of his Twitter and all that shit. But the record comes out. He essentially threw away uh, another album. Threw away an entire album. Uh, so much so that like it got it leaked in the form of like ringtones. <laughs> Oh man, we're living in a strange time, Very dude. Weird, strange time. Yeah. Finally, the album comes out, though. It's finally out. Jesus is King, the gospel rap album from Kanye West, mm-hmm. who considers hip hop the devil's music, apparently, um, and wants to go back and re-record his quote secular music uh, in a more uh, in a way that's more aligned with following Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's just exhausting just to just to think about, just to say. This isn't like a criticism of people's beliefs or Christianity or anything, but that's no. just that's just exhausting. No, well, that's the thing. You asked me what I think about this album, and I think it's it is full of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. I think that's the as, as soon as I listened to it, like I thought it sounded okay. I think the instrumentals are fine. Uh it, it comes down to my biggest gripes with it have to do with the lyrics yeah, the, and the lyricism period. Now I don't, not only it's, it's not the, the subject of the album. It is his simplistic delivery and flow and wordplay. And it's just, it's very, in my opinion, lackluster. Yeah. He's done much better in the past. And I understand it, this this entire album almost feels phoned in from his part, from his lyrical part. Yeah, from a I lyrical feel like standpoint, the rest of it is pretty well put together. It's it, it 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 from a lyrical standpoint and from a flow standpoint, it just feels like I don't know if he was going for this thing of like spoken word, just you know, uh, just coming off the top of his head, freestyle almost 
uh, delivery of, you know, I'm not going to take a lot of time to, to think about the lyrics and the lyricism and, and make something really intricate and, and intriguing. But if that was the thought, it didn't work for me. Uh, I thought it was very basic, very by the numbers and one note, which you would understand. You, you could get based on the fact that this is just a quote unquote Christian album, but yeah. I think that's a cop out. Yeah. You can make an intriguing Christian album. You can you can talk about your faith in an interesting way. And I think it's a I think it's a complete cop out for him to make a in my opinion boring album lyrically at very least just because the entire focus is on Christ. And 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 who more than him to create a record that uses all of the all of those things that 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 make it a gospel record and a Christian record, mm-hmm. and talk about it in an interesting way, you know, like right. he is the guy who you would think like, well, yeah, he would be the best one at it, considering the life that he's led, yeah, and the and like top notch Kanye West, the way that he, uh, like his his lyrical standpoint and like. When when Kanye or Kanye's writers are at the top of their game, like he's he can be incredible. Yeah, he has real moments of poignancy and 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 deep thought where you're like, God damn, that was a bar. Even as recent as Kids See Ghost. Yeah, he's got some really good lines on that. Yeah, but I feel like even on Yay, there's a couple of lines where you're like fucking a like that i wish the rest of the there record was, was of like this yeah i think um i think the bigger issue on this though is that i mean okay so let, let, let's backtrack for a second what you were saying is right he could have used a lot more of his life experiences and used that as an interesting tapestry and and uh, uh a way to 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 make a segue into his faith more interesting as opposed to just being like god is good yeah I love Christ. Bam. That's how I feel. Right. You know, like end of combo. Right. That's it. And it, it's funny because I feel like the, the clips feature on this does a better job of that than Kanye does on the entire album. Yep. It, it talks about their life experiences and, and associates that with faith. Yeah. And it's great. It's, that's great. That's what you should do. That is the way to do it. Yeah. But instead of that, it's, it, like Kanye uses a, a sledgehammer to say, I love God. I love God. I love God. But more than that, the, the biggest, this is my second part of my issue with this album is that not only are the lyrics in my opinion, kind of lazy and very one note, but he also is talking mostly about himself yeah. in it. And it's very self-centered. And I mean, the biggest, the, 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 the thing that is an obvious trigger for a lot of people has been his, his entire bar about how he feels like he can charge the amount he does for his merch and for his, his clothing line because it's justified because he's trying to keep his family from starving, (laughs) starving, starving. Can't let his family starving. So, I mean that, that line, like it, I had I had a visceral reaction when I heard that. I yeah. went, ah, yeah, mm, ooh, 
No. I paused the album for a second and I was like, really? It was embarrassing to me. Yeah. I said, are you, are you serious yeah. right now? There's a lot of secondhand embarrassment on this album where you're like, that's your perspective on this. Right. And it feels out of touch. It doesn't completely. It doesn't feel legitimate. It feels like a man that doesn't understand the world he's living in. Yeah, and that that just that undermines the entire album for me. Yeah, that entire the entire thing. Because if you had a if you had a uh, an album made, no pun intended, on good faith, that this is something that I made out of passion. I could see you know like. Chance the Rapper making a gospel album. I mean, Coloring Book is, in my opinion, what I think what you should strive for if you want to balance a, a, an album about your faith mm-hmm. versus secular music and how you got to where you are. Right. Coloring Book is an incredible album, and Coloring Book is what I thought Kanye was going to make, mm-hmm. but to the next level. Yeah. And that's not what happened. No. So I could see I could see somebody like Chance doing this and it being endearing and it being well I don't know about nowadays because public perception is completely flipped on Chance. Yeah. But <laughs> if we're really, talking about he's really lost his foothold. Yeah. If we're talking about Chance, you know, two years ago, mm-hmm. I, I could see people finding finding an album that he he prepared people for and said this is going to be my album. This is just going to be a gospel album. Yeah. I'm not going to cuss on it. It's going to be fully about my faith, and that's it, period. Yeah. Boom. This is it. I'll come out with my other stuff later on. Don't worry. You know, I'll have my secular music and whatever. We'll talk about other stuff. But this is going to be my album. I feel inspired to talk about God. This is the one that's going to be it. Yeah. I could feel. I feel like people would be more welcoming to that and find it endearing and, and trust that it's coming from a good place. Yeah. And trust that he won't say anything that's going to make it sound like he's making a monument to himself and trying to excuse himself from a lot of things and reflect himself onto Jesus Yeah, to to cover up his own mistakes. Well, do you think because Kanye is who he is, he doesn't get that benefit of the doubt? Well, I don't think... Yes, I think that there's already perception that he's an egotistical asshole. But he does himself no favors on this album. Oh yeah, especially on this album. You right. want to talk about ego? Yeah. Well, and that's my problem. Is like if he were to come out and sound sincere and his lyrics be sincere, and not seem like they're completely like just the ramblings <clears throat> of, of somebody who's not in our world, who's who doesn't understand <laughs> what he's saying, mm-hmm. then it would be a different story. But that's not what happened. I, I would give him the benefit of the doubt as a Kanye fan from past, not so much present, but from past for a very long time. I would give him the benefit of the doubt if if this album didn't give me reason to see it as mostly a monument to himself. Yeah. That is painted as Jesus. Yeah. You know, which makes it that much more egregious. Yeah. That that that. That makes it worse. Well, and and that and the and this idea that if you're critical of the album, you're being critical of Christianity. That drives me nuts. Right. That's like Christianity and religion as a whole 
I mean, they got a lot they need to answer for. But that's not what this conversation is about. We're talking about the artist, Kanye West, using Christianity as somewhat of a shield for his own shortcomings and as a... We're, we're listening to a guy discuss his personal relationship with religion and with God. But this, like, evangelical skew to it mm-hmm. of, like, success and the reason I'm here and the reason I have what I have is because of the blessings that been that have been bestowed upon me and I will continue to be successful through my faith in God mm-hmm. as opposed to what the idea of what you think Christianity would be which is to charity humble charity and humility yeah, and like all of these and... things that that fly in the face of of the character of Kanye West right it's just uh yeah it just <laughs> I mean, just from a surface level, it just first of all, it just doesn't make sense with who he mm-hmm. doesn't is. jive. Yeah, and um, it just seems like it's really difficult for him to be able to humble himself. I yeah. mean, in the midst of all of this, uh, of the run up to this, and all of the interviews that he's done, and all, all the stuff that he said, in the middle of it, he called himself the greatest artist of all time. Yeah, the greatest artist. Living or dead, the greatest artist of all time, in the midst of giving himself to God, he also still has the ego yeah. to call himself the great. And, and you could look at that as what makes him so great in the well, first it's, place. It's cool when he does that, when he's not bringing God into it. And that's the thing. It's like, that's what I've been trying to tell people who are like, I thought you'd like Kanye West. It's like, I liked the guy who stood up for black people. Mm-hmm. I liked the guy who stood up for artistry. When Speaking of George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the guy who walked on stage and was like, you don't deserve this award. Well, well and here's the thing. You said multiple times that you, you like Kanye because he believes he's the best. Yes. Yes, and and you, I still believe that, and that that's a big turnoff for a lot of people. Right, but you enjoy that about him. It's, yes, it's like the Muhammad Ali thing of like I am the greatest. Right, I I am I, and I've said it before. I don't like when people who are good at things pretend like they're Humble. not to yeah. make pe- to make other people feel good about themselves. Right. It's like LeBron James is one of, if not the best, basketball player on the planet. If he says that, you shouldn't go, ew. He's speaking the truth. <laughs> Feel better about yourself. It's, Don't project that on him. It's too bad he doesn't like Hong Kong. <laughs> Yo, power to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the same thing with Kanye West. Kanye West, you know, whether you believe him or not, he believed that right. he was the best. And you know what? If he didn't believe that, do you think he'd be where he is? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 100% no. No way. He was a dork. Yeah. He was a dork who made who locked himself in a basement mm-hmm. for an entire summer making beats because he wanted to be a rapper. Yeah. Doing five beats a day for three summers. That's right. a different world. Like three right. summers. Right. 
He deserves to do these numbers. Exactly. So if he didn't come from those humble beginnings, but then grow to believe that he was the greatest artist of all time, we may not know who Kanye West is at this point. Yeah. So do I fault him for that? No, no, I don't. I, do I find it attractive about him? Not really. I find it kind of annoying. But at the same time, if that's what fuels him to continue to be great, by all means, my only issue is when you bring faith into the matter. Yeah. And you try to say that you're Christ-like, yet you can't humble yourself. Yeah, it's, it's hard to recon- reconcile who he was and pretty much who he still is with this new direction of... Because it all just seems like part of the gimmick, yeah. You know, like far be it's it for a, us like, to question like, his faith. But it feels like a fashion choice. Right. It feels like a gimmick. Right. It doesn't feel authentic. No. <clears throat> and again, we could be completely off base. Absolutely. He could be completely uh, righteous in his intentions. But we're talking about the perception and the way that it comes off is it doesn't come off as authentic. Oh, no. It feels it comes like a off, fad. It comes off as the next stage of Kanye's career it just comes off as another thing that he's done kanye's pretty much done it all as a right. rapper as a what's up none oh i thought you i thought okay no I said yeah right as a as a as a rapper as a producer as a music like everything he's 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 getting to the point where it's like you could look at him and go yeah i mean I, i've done it i've done it all what's next right how about i do a fucking christian album son who can stop me Nobody could stop me. Right. And it comes in a perfect time where people are criticizing him over his political beliefs. Right. So, you know what? You can't fight God. Can't fight God, son. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. It, I, mm. But the other issue is, and this is just a personal thing, I fucking hate evangelical Christians. I yeah. hate them so much. I hate them. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. I hate the idea I hate the concept of mm-hmm. this church is successful through my success and you all will be you all will share in my prosperity as long as I am prosperous. Right. When I shine you shine. It fucking it makes me sick mm-hmm. to my stomach. When I when I see fucking TD Jakes and Joel 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 Joel. I was trying to give him some fucking Joel culture. Osteen. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen and and uh 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 Creflo Dollar and all these fucking guys. They all make me sick to my fucking stomach. Yeah. And like I don't know, man, just the way that Kanye comes across, he he comes across like those guys. Mm-hmm. Like my success will make everyone else successful. It's it's this evangelical yeah. view of of Christianity that I should like, be an inspiration to you. Yeah. If I, you know, look at me. You can be like this. Just believe in God and also give me your money. Right. Cuz the more money you give me, the more successful this church is, the more successful you will be mm-hmm. through your works in God and in God's name. Amen. And it's like it's like trickle-down economics that never gets to yeah. the actual right. uh, 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 the poor people, but there's a there's a there's a 
a religious term. Bums. <laughs> <laughs> the street trash, Marco. The bums. The, the, the vagrants. Mm-hmm. That's what it says in the Bible, right? Vagrants. Yeah, the vagrants, yeah. <laughs> the meek. Ah. The meek. Yeah. Who shall inherit the earth. Right. As it says in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you said, like, that... It doesn't get to those no, people, man. No, it doesn't get to the grandma who doesn't have a dollar to her name, who's giving her last paycheck to Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. Yeah, and like it, I don't know, man. Just the way that he comes across is very disappointing to me. Yeah, you know? and I've I've heard the opinion that you know all these other people are are getting a piece of that pie. Why not Kanye? It's people's choice to to back whoever they want. Why not? Why not Kanye? What a crazy way to look at things. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Like, I mean, that's that's mostly brought up in the conversation of you know a lot of these evangelicals are you know like old white men, not yeah. to get race into this, but it is what it is. Yeah, saying that you know that those people were being predatory on often a lot of people of color who are faithful. Yeah. Uh, Not to say that, you know, white people aren't being taken advantage of all the time when it comes to faith, but that that was an aspect of it. So why not a modern black man do the same thing? Yeah. Why not a modern black man take advantage of people of color instead of an old white man? I go, uh, no, uh, because I thought better of a Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's supposed to be better. That's right. the point. Right. We're not supposed to just do what the old white man did. He should know better. He should know better. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, we don't know where the money's going for all of Kanye's, uh, specifically the Sunday services. Mm-hmm. So if it turns out, if we can do a little research, do a little digging. I've done a little bit. Investigative but, you know, journalism, if you will. Yeah. Um, if we find out that, you know, money's going back to these churches or, you know, any any kind of organization that's worthy of that, uh, we'll let you guys know. But I mean, I've seen that the, the Sunday service uh, events that he puts on, all of that comes out of his own pocket. Yeah. Which is... Nice, but also kind of like, well, yeah, who well, else is going to pay for that? And he's also selling merch there, too. So he's yeah. making money. So he's like, it's free to the public, Ish. but not really. Yeah, it's not really free to the yeah. public. It's free to the quote unquote public. Right. And then they and then he sells $240 sweaters with Jesus is King mm-hmm. slapped on the front of it. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know about that that it's weird making money off of jesus period it shouldn't be done that's the thing it shouldn't be done which is funny to say because people are going to be like well what do you think churches do every sunday and that's the problem with churches (laughs) right 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 i and, and i mean churches are meant to be they're supposed to be these humbled meek experiences where you go to this place, this house of God, yeah, to pray and worship together as a community, yeah, right. That's what it's meant for. If I, I, they, the money that you give in tithe, 
should be just enough to keep the lights on and the fridge is full right. and the AC cool. And That's I, it. I, I understand that as big as your flock is, you need to make a bigger building. That makes sense. Make an auditorium for all you want. I don't care. But, you know, I've been to Catholic churches where it looks like a, a, a new cathedral. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, it's beautiful. It's great. Looks, looks great. They have a modern PA system and uh, stained glass windows that are brand new. I'm sure it costs thousands of dollars. Yep. Uh, this, this beautiful stage with hardwood floors and tile and it's, it's gorgeous. And it's this palace of God. Palace but of God. That's not what it's supposed to be. It doesn't need to be that. But that's the thing. That's how they convince. That's how they trick people. Because the the bigger and better the church is, the the more glory you're giving to God. Of course. Yeah. Which is like it's mind boggling because the little bit I have I've never read the Bible front to back. I've never done it. Yeah. As a Catholic, bad on me. Forty lashes. Give it to me, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like that, wouldn't you? Maybe. Um, Little skank hooker. Don't, don't slut shame. Yeah. Um, anyway, I. <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, you got it. So. So what I was saying was continue. You got it. No, you. <clears throat> the the. We're giving glory to God through how much money we're putting into these big mega churches. Correct. I, I, can't, I can't get you back on track. I think that's wrong. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for that. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah. You get it. You, you know, you know you what I was it. saying. I, re- I honestly feel like we're going to go back and it's just going to be 45 minutes of like <laughs> and we're going to be like wait what happened what <laughs> yeah i mean you know i'm not shitting on anybody's belief it's the idea of you know uh it's it's the it's the prosperity church of like you know the more successful i am you know the more glory we're giving to god and so, you know, one hand washes the other mm-hmm. and it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, I, I feel too like people, I guess, I guess the argument would be that people feel the spirit more in this opulent palace. And okay, I'm getting back to on track of what I was originally going to say. Right, we'll get there. The little bit. Well, well, I'm right back on track, baby. Nice. Here we go. Here nice. we go. Nice. He's Firing there, guys. Guys, he's there. Okay. Thank you for bearing with me. Yeah. This beer is very strong. The little bit I know about the Bible. Because you haven't read it. I haven't read it front to back. There's there are there's a literal story about a, a, a golden cow, right? Mm-hmm. There's an actual an story. actual story about it, and it's like that is the embodiment of what I feel the modern churches, specifically the, the, the mega churches. It's like, that's what you're not supposed to do. It says it right there. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't make these opulent palaces to God. You don't need that. Just make a space big enough. That's comfortable, comfortable for people to, to, to preach and, and to worship and to worship. That's all you need. But here we are. In these places where 
people are making millions upon millions of dollars yeah. personally. Yeah. To to preach at these right. churches. Do they need private jets? No. Do they need mansions? You know? Do they it need It makes me like there are a few things that give me satisfaction as much as the videos of those mega church preachers getting caught embezzling money. Yeah. And like just catching them on camera and they're they freak out and they don't know what to do because yeah. they know they're fucked up. Like I if there there's like a handful of people I'd like to see a live cam in hell for. And that's one of them. <laughs> it's just a pen of all the mega it's, church. I, I thought I was going too far. Oh no, no. It's like it's like Hitler. Uh-huh. Um Hmm. Hitler, 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 uh, uh, Joseph Stalin. No, he's just a, he's a communist. He's I mean, he murdered millions of people. Idi Amin. All right, throw them both in. Okay, Pol Pot. Yeah, Pol Pot goes in there. Because then, then, then I want to make I want to make a sign that says Pol Hot Pot. <laughs> It's like one uh, the main reason why, honestly. Awful, awful. Yeah. Pull hot pot. Yep. And then TD Jakes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about TD Jakes. <laughs> I don't know. Not TD Jakes. Yeah. Not people like Jakes. people seem to like him. He's I don't fine. know. Whatever. TD Jakes is fine. Whatever. There's other guys. We're talking about TD like, Jakes is probably included in that. Fuck TD Jakes. Whatever. Okay. I don't right. care. Well, specifically like the truly predatory. Oh, like all the priests who who butt fucked. Those kids. Yeah, all of all them. All of those guys. Yeah. Let's, let's put them all in there. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Let's, uh, we, we need to, because we're going to go down this, a road. This beer's hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go somewhere else, okay? I let's, walk let's... a lonely road. That, that's a good album. Okay, you from 15 <laughs> years ago? No, I, I never listened to it. What, American Idiot, you're talking I, about. American Idiot by Green Day. Yeah. I never actually... Only like the most mainstream pop punk album of all time. You just explained why I didn't listen to it. All right. I figured you... it Like, it was ubiquitous. Not... It not, was everywhere. Let's see. Okay. Hold on. I'll tell you. Let's, let's look this up for a second. Don't want to be an American idiota. When did it come out? That's what I'm looking up. Okay. Because I'll tell you what kind of person I was at the time. 2004. Oh, dude. 2004? You're listening to Capone Noriega. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Capone Noriega. Fucking uh, The Roots. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was right in the middle of me discovering like all of the underground, like the ruckus, lyricist yeah. lounge, all that stuff. You think I was going to sit down and listen to American Idiot by yeah. Green Day? Yeah, probably not. Fuck no. When that song came out, I hated that shit mm-hmm. with a passion. Yeah. I fucking, oh, I trashed it. Mm-hmm. Every time, I, you know, I used to watch like, uh, I watch all the music channels. So I'd watch... VH1. VH1, BT, MTV, all of that shit just to watch, just to see um, new music videos that yeah. come out. And, uh, I mean, they played the fuck out of their shit. Oh, for yeah. yeah, I mean, for good reason. I mean, they were super popular. Like you yeah. said, it, it was ubiquitous. It was everywhere. It was, it was a return to form. Yeah. They went, uh, it went da- uh, diamond. It was, yeah. it was a, a huge, a massive record. Speaking of George Bush. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it was a direct... 
uh, uh, response to his presidency. But I never listened to it. I just never. It was just like I'm. You know, I listened to old Green Day. I listened to like Dookie and stuff like that. But just like, um, I don't know. I think after after like their their early stuff. Once they got to pop punk and not just like punk leaning into pop. Yeah. I was like, nah, fuck that. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna. But dude. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a great album. <laughs> I can't believe how good it is for how popular and how mainstream it is. You, that's that's I'm just so surprised by how good it actually is because it was so popular. Well, there's there's this weird thing, okay? I've I found it within myself and I figure it may just me be it may just be me getting old. Mm. But I've had this complete revisionism of not the entire pop punk scene of that time, but no, because there's there's still some oh, trash. there's a lot of trash. There's but two two noticeable exceptions that I wanna I wanna point out right now is is both Green Day's American Idiot and the Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's a good album. Those two albums a are album, a classic. That's a good phenomenal album. albums. Phenomenal. phenomenal, phenomenal. I don't say that lightly, because at the time I didn't know what to make of either of them. I was a bit more leaning into My Chemical Romance at the time because it was a little emo. Same, but and they had cool, you know, guitar solos and stuff. But anyway, and their shit was just like weird. I liked weird. Yeah, I always yeah. liked weird. Right, right. They were a little strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, American Idiot. I hated when it came out too. Because it was so popular and I was too cool for that shit. Yep. Um, but that's deep, us too cool. Yeah. Deep down, I knew it was good. Yeah. I no, I did. I did. I knew it was catchy. I knew it was good. And I'd say no more than five years after it came out, I was like, I'm listening to this. It's good. Yeah. I, I just like I like it. It's good. I just embraced it and I uh. said, Yeah, it's it's it, like this is catchy pop punk. That's all it is. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah. No, it actually took me 15 years to appreciate that album. That's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't, I just didn't want to, and I was, I was doing a lot of driving and uh, I was just like, I I need something to listen to, something I've never listened to before. And I was just, and it just popped into my head. It was (laughs) really weird. It was just like, American Idiot. I've never actually listened to that album. And I did, and I was just like, what the fuck? I was so wrong about this. <laughs> this is really good. I can't believe how good this is. Because it, it was that coupled with their next album, uh, 21st Century Breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're like kind of companion albums. Yeah. And the, the single for that was 21 Gun Salute. Yeah. And I still don't like that song. Yeah. One, to this day. 21 Gun fuck that song yeah that song still sucks but yeah american idiot is the shit jesus of suburbia is a great song no dude that whole album is incredible i could i couldn't believe not only could i not believe how good the album was but like what they do with it is like like it's structured in a way that's like there's so much thought 
put well, into it's, that it, album. It's it's like a it's a concept album. Yeah, it's de- it's a concept album. Right. And and but like concept albums are most of the time they're not fully fleshed out. Yeah. A you lot get of, the gist, yeah. but they threw some stuff in there anyway. And that's and and that's usually the problem with concept albums is like if you go too far with the concept, you kind of lose traction. You're just like, "Okay, what are we doing here? But then right. if you don't, you don't do enough, you lose traction in that direction where it's like, all right, but now you've lost the narrative and right. they're just songs. Yeah. You made an album. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, Lupe Fiasco's The Cool. Yeah. That was supposed to be a concept album and mm-hmm. you can tell by the liner notes and the artwork and yeah, all this yeah. stuff. But then when you listen to it, you're like, well, there's a loose narrative. That was something that always bothered me about that album was everybody was like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a rap concept album. And I, I listened to it. I'm like, it's what? Yeah, but it's is not, it? though. Is you know? it like there there are narrative driven songs? Yeah. But I don't feel like an overall overarching right. narrative Ex- on because this. there isn't one. And anybody who tries to tell you there is one is like, you're full of shit. You're yeah. just you're, you're you're reaching. Yeah, you're reaching because there's the, I mean, there very rarely are there like really good rap concept albums. Yeah. I'm yeah, trying I'm to not think. Trying Prince, to think of some too, Prince yeah. Paul uh his his uh, uh I forgot what it's called, but it's really good a concept album. There was that Roots one, Undone. Undone, yeah, Undone was, was pretty good. Yeah, but even that one was like, I haven't listened to it since. I listened mm. to it and I was like, it's really good. And yeah. it was like, well, I'm not gonna listen to this again mm. because it's so deeply ingrained in the story that they're telling. Yeah, it goes too far in the, <clears throat> into the concept. It's like it's it it's a little it's a little much. It's a little much. Um. Oh, there's a 88 Keys put out an album. Let me pull this pull this album up. Cuz I want people to anybody who is listening, I want you guys to fucking look this shit up because it's a really good album and it's a fully fleshed out concept album. It's called The Death of Adam. Mm. Uh, a, I feel threatened. So <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It's the first album from 88 Keys. 88 Keys is a he's just a producer and then he he was a rapper. Well, he was a producer that turned into a rapper singer and he had this um rap singer. A rap singer. And he he had this the first single from the album is called Viagra and it features Kanye West. Hmm. Uh ironically. And uh and everyone was like, "Oh shit, that's kind of fucking dope." Because like the video is really funny. They're they're like they've got this makeup on, like they're old men, and the song is about Viagra and stuff, and it's really funny. But then mm. in the context of the entire album, it's about this guy. He you know he has sex with this girl, and uh, he's he's this fucking you know he's a player. He doesn't you know whatever whatever. He has sex with this girl, and then he catches a disease, and then he mm. starts he starts dying, and like it's like really good. Uh, and nobody really talks about this album. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I just, it was in the midst of me just always like just buying albums all the time. And it didn't matter. Like I didn't look like I looked at reviews, but I was just like, well, I'm just going to buy that album. So I just bought the album. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it's the only album he's ever come out with. Interesting. Now that I'm looking at it. Let's see, discography. Yeah, it's the only album he ever made. Wow. That's pretty crazy. 
Yeah, it features Kanye West, Kid Cudi, Redman, Bilal, Fonte, and uh, Shiitake Monkey, which is an alternative rock Shiitake Monkey. Apparently, it's an alternative rock group. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Where will we go? Concept albums. They're hard to pull off. Yeah. And Green Day does that with American Idiot. Very Mm -hmm. good. Very good. Yeah. But even still, even with green, even with that, Jesus of suburbia and like the character and like even that's kind of it's kind of hard to follow. Yeah, the songs are good enough that you kind of are it like doesn't matter. Yeah, it's forgivable. So, yeah, <sighs> yeah, that's beer strong. <laughs> it's strong. Uh, do we have anything else? Uh. I feel like there's some pop culture stuff that we're missing out on. The Brews read the news. <sighs> and we did a lot of, we already did a lot of political reading. Yeah, of the let's news. get away from politics. I feel like there's what's, politics. What's in nerd culture? I feel like we've missed some stuff. I don't know. There's a ton of shit that's going on, dude. A ton of shit. Now that you bring that up, yeah. so much shit. Okay. Uh, BlizzCon is going to be this weekend. Right. There's Which a, is there, sure to be a shit show. Uh huh. And they're supposed to be announcing Overwatch 2. Uh huh. There's already been a ton of leaks. Communism 5. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they really, really did not. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> like, I don't know how Who you could. Thought? I don't know how you could go into like a press conference in a worse way. Yeah. Than like. Like it would have to, you'd be the equivalent of like you going into a meeting with at work and slapping everyone on the way in, and then sitting down mm-hmm. and pretending like you didn't just do it's that. Fine, it's fine, guys. Let's go. I'm and ready. Then, yeah, just trying to start the meeting. Uh, I don't know, but you know, I'm excited about you know Overwatch Two or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Modern Warfare is out. Yeah, that's supposedly good. Although yeah. it's getting bombarded with negative reviews, and a lot of people are saying that it's getting um, basically doxed. Uh, user reviews. Yeah. User reviews. But yeah. Poor user reviews. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like people. I mean, I, I, people are voting with it. Yeah, we're out. And I should. I know. I know. I know. Marco didn't get enough beer. They're just. They were so expensive. I would have cashed up you for some more they beer. Were so expensive, man. We're, we're both too drunk to go get more beer now, so we're know, we're stranded here, Marco. We're stranded without I beer. Know, I know. This is what you've made us do. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I fucked up, man. I All right, let's up. just let's power through. Come on. Uh, what was I talking? Modern Warfare. Yep. It's being yeah. doxxed. Well, yeah, and 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 whenever some whenever people don't like a thing, not for whatever well, reason. Well, Call of Duty, Call of Duty is always fun to make fun of, right? But it's not just that. It's like it's it now that now that we have this thing where we can just where 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 we weigh, you know, uh, quote unquote professional reviews against user reviews. Like it's it's we're getting into a place where it's all just kind of like like uh like the Watchmen. <clears throat> we've been watching uh, uh, watching the Watchmen. We've been watching the Watchmen. Uh-huh. Week two so far. This is officially watching the Watchmen. This is officially watching the Watchmen with one beer in. 
It's an incredible it's show great. so yeah. far. Lots it, of mysteries. Yes. Great performances. A lot of, a lot of questions raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, great performances. Like what they're doing with the characters. We've already seen our first dong. Uh-huh. So, so far, it's been... It's, it's, it's going pretty good. Did you see that some nerds are saying that it is trash? That's what I'm getting at. That's exactly what Continue. I'm getting at. <laughs> and and that's the problem is people are 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 shitting on this show not because of the quality of the show but because they're it, going It deals with white supremacy. I don't like that it does it they're dealing with all these issues and like I don't want to and it's like dude you cannot sit here and tell me that you read The Watchmen and you watched The Watchmen movie mm-hmm. and then sit here and look me in my eyes and tell me like too, it's too political and like it, what it are we didn't have to do with white supremacy? Like, why are we talking about all this racist stuff and like I don't? Uh, and it's like yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. It does. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because that shit sucked, yeah. dude. You know and what? Maybe you should be uncomfortable. You should be fucking uncomfortable. Maybe that's what the Watchmen show should do. To you, you should be emotional. When I that first episode, when Black Wall Street's getting bombed. And there's white dudes walking out wearing fucking fur coats mm-hmm. and they're fucking... Dude, I got emotional. Yeah. I got emotional. And you should get emotional. You should feel something because that really happened. You can you can feel something for people of a different culture yeah. and it'd be okay. You know what that's called? It's called empathy, mm-hmm. buddy. And you can have it. Compassion. And I know that it's cool not to give a shit about anybody else, but you can have it. Yeah. Empathy, buddy. This <laughs> podcast is brought to you by Empathy. Empathy. And they're doing that and they're shitting on Modern Warfare and any and literally anything that like nerds don't like, they just fucking bomb the reviews. They did it with uh uh Captain Marvel. Yeah. They did it with uh, you know, I mean the the all female led Ghostbusters, sucked. which was bad. Yeah. I mean, it moved, the movie sucked. Like right. we're not, you know. But they did it ahead of time. Yeah, which, they did it before the movie came out, right. and that's the problem. They just happened to be right. Yeah, but, <laughs> they got lucky on that one. Yeah. But it, it's shit like that where it's like you don't want to take the voice away from the people, but also the people suck. <sighs> that's it, man. It's like <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I don't really know what, you know, we can't really add anything to that. The people suck. Yeah, they can. They definitely can. And so, you know, what do you do? What? How do you, what do you do? Because professional reviews are too caught up in being woke or they're, they're, they're paid under the table or like basically it's hard to trust professional reviews. I guarantee, and I know I've been the only one who's ever said this on this podcast, but I, I guarantee Ninety nine point nine percent of reviewers aren't paid on their table. You know, you're wrong. It doesn't happen. You're it just, just doesn't happen. You're wrong. It just doesn't happen. I guarantee it. Probably not. It really doesn't. It's just it's a cop out because people are mad that reviewers have different differing opinions from people who play the game sometimes. But it's like you're looking at one person who gets the game early and has to make a call before there's this consensus. Yeah. So think about if you had no outside view of what this game would get review wise, what would you rate it? Yeah. Could you do that? 
Do you know what you would review a game honestly and earnestly based on your experience? Not based on your perception of the franchise or the developers. Based on your gaming experience, could you sit there objectively and review a game as objectively as possible because every review is subjective inherently? Yeah. It's based on your opinion. Could you do that without a cacophony of people around you going, ah, that game sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. It's easy to say that sucks in a crowd. Yeah. But to say that sucks without knowing what anybody else thinks about it is kind of hard to do. Yeah. Unless you were, if you were to have an experience that sucks and you can describe why it sucks, then you can describe that. Yeah. Conversely, if you think something's great and you explain why it's great, it doesn't mean you got paid off by the developer or whoever else or the publisher because you think it's great and maybe other people don't think it's great. But your experience with the game is great and you like these games. So therefore, you think it's great. That's your opinion. That's it. That's all a review is, is an educated opinion. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. So I, I like I don't agree with the entire thought of like uh, IGN's just getting paid off to give Modern Warfare uh, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think it's bullshit. I think it's, it's, it's a cop out. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. My my thought process is it it's hard to... I would love to agree with you. Okay. Because I would love to believe in the integrity of modern day journalism. But just saying that mm-hmm. modern day journalism makes me want to vomit. <laughs> and so it's hard for me to just flat out go, nah, no way. I just feel like there's there's a better chance than not that there's some foul play going it's on. It's just so easy to make ads, though. You know, like you can easily make an uh, an uh, funded article marked as a preview, but like categorized as an ad out front. Like the the FCC mandates that you do that. Can, you know, like it, that's that's just part of the system. You have to say if you're advertising something, if you're getting paid for something. Yeah. So, I just I just don't think in my heart of hearts that they would risk. Well, it's not necessarily that. an ad. Well, it it definitely like you can't it can't be quid pro quo. You know, like you can't do that. You can't get something as a journalist. You can't get something for coverage. Yeah, you can't do that well, you unless say you that. disclose it. Yeah, you say that, but okay. <laughs> we're not talking about Syria. We're talking about modern warfare. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you say that, but I don't know. Anyway, let's not. Yeah, I hate you. There's no way. Who's to say? Who? Who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. Uh, but I. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it fucking sucks. Really, at this point, you know. Everybody's a fucking critic. Yeah. Literally. Everybody has the power to go on Yelp or Google or Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And destroy the user rating of a product that they don't like or don't support or don't believe in, regardless Mm. of how good that thing is. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of the Wild West again. Don't read reviews. Or read reviews and, and still 
fucking go out and buy that thing. Well, you can. The thing is, when people, when it's not just a simple thumbs up or thumbs down, uh, it's it's usually easy to to weed out the people who are like, yeah, I don't true. like this because, <laughs> bless you, because it stars <sighs> a woman. Yeah, you know, like it's it's easy to see somebody who took time. And to thought, read to to write a thoughtful right, review to, to thought to think about it and write yeah. something thoughtful and if they still don't like it, at least they explained why. Yeah, I mean that's that is the value of a review. People yeah. people think the value of a review is to say how many stars a thing would get or how many bottle caps a thing would get. <laughs> but really, the 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 core uh, value of a review is to to describe something tell me about it give give me a reason why you feel a way about it yeah that's the value of a review yeah it's not the score it is how you feel tell me describe it to me why why don't you like it why do you love it that's why i will see something or not see something or or make a decision that you're a reviewer for me or you're not somebody who i agree with so therefore i will not listen to your opinion you know it's simple as that you're asking a whole lot of people you want them to read the words dude read here at the one baron podcast we don't make you read the words okay you listen to the words and you read the bottle caps and that brings us to please (laughs) fuck oh fuck <laughs> the only way this show could end. The dogfish had 120 That's minute right, IPA. <laughs> yeah, you like that, don't you, little bitch? All right. Ranging between 15 and 20 percent. <laughs> this is the holy grail for hopheads, according to Dogfish Head. We actually didn't do the uh, cold read. Here we go, cold read. Let's do a wet read. A wet read. What you have here is the holy grail for hopheads. This beer is continually hopped over a 120-minute boil and then dry Dry hopped for over a month. month. Enjoy now or age for a decade Decade or so. That's not the best read, but we made that. Yeah. We should start doing that. That's the way we should start doing the reads. Yeah. Cold read them, and then we'll ad-lib them with each other. At the end. Not at the end. We'll do it in the beginning. Okay. No, not, not like this. In the no, beginning. No, not like this. But better. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's try that. What'd you think? Oh, so strong. <laughs> it's too strong. It's too strong. Um, I mean, it. I, I do like hops. I will say that. I don't like being punched in the mouth of hops. <laughs> <laughs> this was an interesting experiment. I did like it more as I drank it, but that's only because it made me drunk. Yeah. Uh, I am going to give this bad boy a four. Too strong, too hop heavy. Too black, too strong. Right. It scares me. So that's why. Uh, I'll give it a. F- <laughs> give it. God. Four and a. Uh, oh my God. I'm, I'm leaving. 
I'm leaving. All right, all right, all right, all right. Four. I'm gonna give it a four. All right. Unanimous. Unanimous four. four. It's very. It was good, but you're right. It was a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of like it makes me wonder about like <clears throat> when when I first proposed this idea. I Googled like really strong beers yeah. just to kind of see what the baseline was and how far companies have gone with mm-hmm. it, right? And some of these, some of these, I mean, like Sam Adams has one that's like, it's it's basically a bottle of liquor. It's it's those single bottles though, right? We yeah. had one of those, I think, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Not not the super high ABV ones, but like a specialty yeah. single bottle Sam Adams. Yes. Yeah. And it's shit like that. Right. Where you're like... Um, I don't know. You get to a point where, like, like they're just they're just taking the thing to the like to the nth degree, where they're right. going like, "This is how far we can take this." Right? Don't you fucking test us? Yeah, because we can go this far with it. Right? You know? And so I don't know. I was just I was just really interested. <clears throat> excuse me, and how far we could take it. Obviously, it's a funny idea, but not just that, but also just like, you know, uh, I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for explaining (laughs) everything we want to know about why we decided to do this. You know why we decided to do this? Because it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. It's fun. It's fun. It's what the podcast is about. We hope you had a good time because we certainly did. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. All right. Do you feel like we got it? I feel like we got it for all of October. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, happy Halloween, because this will this will be out on Halloween. On Halloween, yeah. Uh, Spooky. Also, also before we before we get out of uh-huh. here, yep. we just we we have to say rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Great comedian. Uh, very funny comedic actor. Uh, if you haven't seen Friday or Boomerang or uh, the Boondocks or Black Jesus or I mean the litany of yeah classics that he's been a part of, you're fucking. I mean I said it on Twitter like you're. I don't like to shit on the younger generation, but mm-hmm. this is one of those guys where you're just like, man, if you didn't grow up, mm-hmm. oh uh, the 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 Wayne's Brothers, the TV show yeah. that they had. Yeah, I mean he's just it was funny. It's a staple. It's one of those. He's one of those guys where there was like he wasn't like this like you know comedic genius no. where you're like wow I can't believe he thought of something mm-hmm. so genius and so right. provocative. But his what he did was funny every time. It was just consistently yeah. just funny. Even if the movie sucked, you he, knew he you could, was good. You could depend on John Withers. Yeah, and that's what the, I mean. Like that kind of shit. Like that kind of consistency, man. You don't have that nowadays. There's not a lot of comedic actors who you mm. just go that. Regardless, that dude's just gonna be funny. Right. We know he's at deliver. least he's gonna be funny. Right. And so yeah, comedy. Uh, we've lost a laugh now. Mm-hmm. We've lost. We've lost one. One more laugh. Mm. John Witherspoon. Rest he in peace. Wasn't English, but okay. No, he wasn't. He was exact opposite. Yeah. Uh, the, What's the exact opposite of English? A black guy from the South. Okay. How is that not the exact opposite from a, of, of a white dude from England? I don't know. I mean, there's Maybe like, I'm talking too much. There's like Asian people, too. No, 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 no. 
Maybe. Okay, let's end the show. This has been the One Baron Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupla. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, Brewskis. Yeah, I didn't didn't enter this thing. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Happy Halloween. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Titty-tap! 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 Titty-tap!